Ben, it has been forever since you and I have hit the mics from the F-150 studio. Almost feels like it's been 13 years. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yeah. Which is uh, when Avatar number one came out. Number and one. today we saw Avatar 2 stepped in a pond. <laughs> Avatar 2, now they swim. Uh, Avatar 2, uh, I need floaties. Avatar 2, the blue and the furious. Uh, Avatar 2, uh, off the deep end. Avatar 2, the Shawshank Redemption. Avatar... Oh, Sha- sorry, the Quaritch Redemption. Oh, yeah. I Ava- messed that uh, up. Avatar 2, walk the plank. I'm out. All right, so... <laughs> We just saw Avatar 2 with one of the most memorable and famous uh, actors of all time, Samuel Worthing. Beckett Worthington. <laughs> oh, Beckett Worthington. No clue what his middle name is. Oh, I don't know. Don't Sam Worthington. Of Nobody course, cares. everyone remembers Sam Worthington as the hero, Jake Sully, in Avatar 1. And then you remember him going on to an illustrious career right. afterwards. Whereas Zoe Saldana, who played Natiri, did nothing else, nothing else. Did not even not even Guardians of the Galaxy three, no. which was a trailer before this movie. Right. Did nothing else. Have not seen her since. So uh, I saw her eat some hot wings on uh, Hot Ones, and that was kind of she, she did she the hot ones. Good. Yeah, she did hot okay. ones. Okay. She did pretty good. Okay. Um. So Ben, uh, a quick recap. I'm going to do a quick recap of Avatar one. Please do. Uh, go see Ferngully. Okay. So now, <laughs> thirteen years later. Uh, we have a sequel which picks up right after that one lets off. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. And then there's a little bit of time skips uh, exposition. A few, yeah, it does take almost six years to get to Pandora. So when the Sky People have to come back, Sky, sky People, people yes. Sky People, it takes almost six years to come back from Earth. Yes. And now they're back and, and finish what they started. No, no, they're not. They're not here to mine. They're here to terraform Pandora. That's part of it, Pandora. yes. Pandora because Pandora. Earth is dying. There you go. Christopher Nolan did this a couple years ago with Interstellar. Yes. And so, therefore, uh, this may actually be in the Interstellar universe. We don't really know that. There is a little more, like, finish what we started because the whole Quaritch, yes. you know, that, yeah. that timeline and everything. Oh, yeah. no, that, no, that's what I'm getting that storyline. They, they, they made a real big point of talking about how this is completely different. And then they started recycling. <laughs> and hey, that's a great way to save the earth yeah. is recycling. There's so. kind of three plots here. Yeah. Uh, and you get a little bit of two of them uh-huh. and a lot of the third one. Oh, yeah. So, yes, the, the sky people are back. And yep. like you said, terraforming is the thing. Earth is dying. We didn't need Earth. It the brought best you... way to terraform, by the way, is to land massive ships that burn rainforests. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I, that's another flaw. Okay. <laughs> yes. So it, uh, Carmela Soprano was in this, by the way, Edie Falco, yeah. uh, for about a hot minute. Yes. And the other one is like, uh, I guess, something extracting from giant whale creatures that can yeah. stop you from aging. Stop you from aging, y'all. You get about two and a half minutes of both those plots, mm-hmm. and then you're back into the main one. Because, hey, like you said, we're recycling some of the same characters because of science. But now they have kids, Ben. And as you know, the best thing about any sci-fi adventure that you can possibly think of is the addition of children. Right. Yippee! Anakin uh, Skywalker. Yeah, that's why Aliens was better than Alien, mm. was the addition of the little blonde rat child. Uh, that's why uh, Star Trek The Next rat Generation child. is uh, vastly superior to uh, the original Star Trek due to the addition of Wesley, Wesley Crusher. Crusher. You know you know when sci-fi is going to kick into high gear when them kids come out. Well, you say fresh blood, right? Well, that's literally Absolutely. fresh blood yes. coming in. And this time we have another rat child, uh, literally basically the same one from Aliens, but we named this one Spider, and he has a cool surfer dude attitude. So Yeah, remember the feral child from the third Mad Max movie? Yes. That's kind of what he looks if like. If he had a boomerang, that would have been so cool. Yeah, he kind of like, ah, he does like this, the, the growling cat noises, and he's, a, he's the human left behind because you can't, I guess there's a certain age limit to go into cryo sleep, and he right. wasn't quite old he was enough. Not old enough to go into so cryo he stayed sleep. behind. He stayed so behind. these are plot by points. Scientists. 
was yes. raised by scientists to be a feral uh, uh, Navi adjacent child. Yeah, so um, the main plot is kind of a revenge story from yes. Quaritch, who's back, by the way, yes, as back. a Navi. And if you don't remember who Quaritch is, because you probably don't, he's the white-haired, grizzled colonel from the first one with the mech suit. Well, now all those Marines that died had their brains implanted into Navi bodies. What's that, you say, Ben? Yeah. If humanity is dying and they need to terraform, but they have the the technology to just transfer everyone's consciousnesses in the Navi bodies that have been proven to be able to breed, yeah, then I guess they don't need to terraform the planet. They right. can just copy and paste the just planet. Just bring, <laughs> just bring the bring the hard drive over, yes. get some new avatars, and hey, sweet, and you sweet can breathe on this planet. Gigabit internet. Yeah, exactly. No, so um, all the plants in the universe. Why pick the one you know you can't breathe it's on? It's the only one that apparently can sustain human life, except for it can't until we make it till it does. What? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing up from aliens, right? You know, yes. terraforming takes decades. It takes a while, unless you make the Genesis weapon from, of course, uh, Star Trek uh, two, three, three, Wrath of Khan. Yes, thank correct. you. Yeah, yes, two where they create thinking, a yeah. planet by launching the Genesis into a cloud. And the cloud creates a planet, and on that planet, uh, Spock is... Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm talking about a much better movie. So, uh, back to Avatar 2, the uh, the um, uh, swim class. Um, we have, of course, Jake Sully is now, basically, he's a he's a rebel commando. He's a rebel commando. He uh, It's been years, the kids are growing up. He's trying to keep his kids from getting involved in the battle, and the best way to do that is to bring them with you to the battle and have them watch the battle. Uh, there's no way they're going to try to get involved. <laughs> Anyways, um, so he's got four kids, folks. He's got four kids. Four, he's one been of busy. them is adopted. One of them, well, actually, two of them are if you count Spider, uh, because he also has Sigourney Weaver, teenager. Yeah, girl. teenager girl. So yeah. somehow that was a weird little thing in the beginning there. Somehow immaculate conception happened. Literally. Yes. Literally. And, and Grace she has Sigourney Jesus in this movie. Great Grace Augustine's the character yeah. played by uh, Sigourney Weaver, and yeah. her voice is kind of you know I think they maybe. Morphed her voice up. a little bit a little there, a little pitched up, pitched up yeah. for this younger character yeah. who has this way about her of Awa, and she's connected to the Earth and everything. Of course, and she, she, she does she have the... Sigourney Weaver's face from the original Ghostbusters because they're basically that. They're like, well, what does a young Sigourney Weaver look like? <laughs> Paste. Like I said, lots of recycling. Very important. Save the planet. <laughs> Save the planet. Um, and so, uh, by the way, unobtainium, the uh, hardest to find element in the entire universe, completely no one cares. No one cares anymore. No one cares, cares, anymore. Cares, at all. No one at cares. All about this. But right. we are going to set up entire uh, uh, anti. We're going to set up entire space whaling operations to get this one thing that you know unobtainium. He held uh, Giovanni Rubisi with his four seconds in this movie. By the way, yes, held up a a, blo a Lego block of unobtainium and said this is worth like twenty quadrillion dollars. But like, but then we get to twenty million uh, a kilo. Yeah. Then we get to the uh, we get to our uh, our kiwi. Uh, and I don't know why Jermaine Clement couldn't use his real voice. I don't know why. I thought he, he did like, it for a second, and he switched no, to American. No, no, no. He was American, except for when he accidentally screwed up and was Jermaine Clement. <laughs> Anyways, uh, be better uh, Jermaine Clement movie, of course, Moana. Um, if you're looking for him in an underwater setting. Avatar Fly um, the Blue Concords. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Avatar Moana is m very different um, from what you might be expecting. Although I think a lot of people are going to this movie not really expecting much. But, Ben, I want to ask you something. I'm going to ask you a question. Did we or did we not spend roughly an hour and a half swimming? Swimming? Swimming. Either learning to swim, communicating with swimming things, uh, making friends with outlaw whales and swimming with them. Did we not, in this three, almost four hour movie, did we not spend 
almost an hour and a half learning how to swim. It was a bit. This is this is James Cameron's. I have four movies coming, and yes. I'm gonna do a little bit of world building. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you a lot of things that and aren't necessary to the plot, but get you understanding what the science is like on this planet and the species, and how blinking whales can talk and communicate. Yes. So the um, next question is. Uh, in the in the initial part where we are learning to swim, one of the first things that we learn to swim is that diving is an important aspect of swimming. Would that be correct? That's correct. I'm very sorry correct. I'm giving you guys spoilers. I, I don't know if you knew this or not at home, but in order to get underwater, you have to dive. This is something we learned in this movie. And so uh, we spent a lot of time learning to dive. Yes. yes. Correct. Yes. And hold our breath. Hold correct? our breath. Breathe. Okay. Breathe from the stomach. So uh, we're going to have 30 minutes of Jake Sully running away from Quaritch. Okay, that's fine. You know, we have the battle. It's really cool. Yes. Then we're going to have this hour and a half of swimming. Like you said, world building, beautiful. Lots beautiful, of world beautiful. building. From yeah. a technical standpoint, great video game graphics, just amazing. Then we're going to have, oh, and by the way, we're going to build relationships with island people. Mm-hmm. We're going to build relationships with uh, with rogue whales. We're going to build relationships with dolphin bird things. <laughs> We're going to spend a whole lot of time in this movie building this world, connecting them with these people and these animals. And then what we're going to do for the last 45 minutes of this movie is all of that we're going to forget about. We're just going to just have literally a scene where all the island people quit being there and everyone forgets how to swim and there's no dolphin creatures and there's no whales. They are literally floating in open water. They see some fire coming towards them. And instead of going, oh, yeah, we just learned how to swim and for hold, 30 minutes And hold our breath for, like, a long time. Let's go, let's go swim on the surface and climb over the thing and get trapped in the thing. And we're just, everything that we have asked you as the viewer to accept, we're just going to throw that, again... Recycling is important. We're going to throw it directly into the compost because that's a bunch of shit. <laughs> People get a little panicked. They go back to their you know natural state of what do I do. But, yes, there was a lot. Why was it there otherwise? Why was there an hour of learning how to swim, learning how to dive, learning how to hold your breath, learning how to connect with nature, learning how to put these jellyfish on your back and they give you oxygen yeah, all of a sudden? They work like scuba tanks. Right. And next thing, next thing, the Green Island people – were not losing the fight against the whalers. And there were hundreds of them. We saw them all in the scene with their dolphin bird things. <laughs> with should, their spears. We should know the name of those things. And they were they were kicking butt and taking names, jumping over boats, spearing people, and then everyone went home for the night. And they right. Had a, they had a weekend. They right, had to reset. Right. They had to redo the set. And when they came back, we're they good. forgot to put the hundreds of green people on the call sheet. So, therefore, <laughs> it's only the five of them yeah. for the rest of the movie. That is convenient, huh? Because hashtag we need peril. Because hashtag we have to have, uh, you know, and risk here. I and get that. Odds. Why make me care about these people? Because you need to get Kate Winslet a job. And uh, Cliff Curtis, who's in every movie ever. He's played every, like, genre of movie in every, almost every um, nationality. Yeah. And now they've given him the opportunity to be a Navi. Uh, in a different, there's different subspecies, I guess, of the yeah. Navi. This is like they go because the forest people. That's the first movie. Yeah, this is the sea people. Yeah. They're more like long fins, uh, long, long, wider yeah. tails, like you know, webbed things. Because they're water people, they can swim underwater. Yeah, they got longer tails. Right, 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 right. These are things, these are important things. And they spent hours of our lives, Ben. Hours. 
making us know these people care about them see that they're they're anti they're anti-killing but pro-war um bet we need name tags too because i couldn't keep track of the names this was way this is somehow worse than game of thrones because not only are there too many characters but then none of the words are even kind of relatable even the human named children of jake sully and Natiri, like one of them's like they're not human names but they're at least short easy to remember things Keely, like Keely, and 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 the other three <laughs> we don't know what they are they, it's hilarious and we spent forever with these people and i somehow did not connect with any of them and it's uh it's shocking to me um i I, I, I had heard the things. I knew that people were going to be crapping on this movie going into it. And so I didn't want to go in with expectations beyond this is going to be a very pretty movie. And so long as this is going to be a very pretty movie with some of the best video game graphics you've ever seen, um, you'll meet those expectations. Uh, we both know that Avatar really didn't have the strongest strip in the first one. I mean, it had some good had some good moments. Conceptually, it was really fun. Yeah, because you know space, different planet, yeah. different species. Uh, you know, mind melting yourself into another species. Yeah. Interesting concepts. This Borrowed movie, a lot of plots. Yes, this movie had five writers. Which the only way I know that is that it was the second credit shown once the movie ended. It was directed by James Cameron, right. and the next thing, five writers. And normally, when I see five writers in my head, that means okay, there were five people sitting in a room collaborating, working on an effort. I don't think that's what happened on this one. I think Jim wrote a part, and then the second guy wrote a part, and then the third lady wrote a part, and then the fourth lady wrote a part, and the fifth lady wrote a part. They turned it all in. They said, should we read each other's parts? And they said, nah, we're good. Now, I think I think that's <laughs> going to be the, the concept for all four sequels. I read an interview once with James Cameron. He talked about that because it was so big. Yeah. He couldn't do it all, and he didn't want to do it all. So yeah. he trusted people. He got his friends together and said, okay, you get this storyline. You get this storyline. And somehow they're going to work. You know, this, okay, we'll need to connect it with this character here. Uh, Spider will do this with him over here. I have seen better collaborative writing on whose line is it anyway? Ooh, and that's all improv. And that is all improv. Yeah. Um, that usually I I am willing to. You know, Damien's rule. The only way I hate a movie is if it's boring. If it's bad, uh, I'm looking at you. Geostorm. Or coming up, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Nah, that's just going to be good. I'm telling you, that's going to be Oscar worthy. Um, if it's bad, then I can find something fun about it. There, The story only, not the graphics. Yeah. What was fun about this story? Uh, not a lot was fun. Uh, I would say the first movie had a lot of fun in it. Yes. Because you were like along for the ride with this Jake Sully character. You were him. You were yes. experiencing it first time fresh with this person. There really wasn't a strong vein like that in this film. There was, a, yes, a new environment, new species of Navi to, to introduce you to new things. Yeah. Okay, mildly interesting. Uh, don't belabor it for yeah. an hour and a half. Um, there are fun scenes in this movie. I think the action is actually really well done, especially the last bits the, when the cheery goes hog wild on things. <laughs> yeah. um, that was really well done, I think. And yes, some set pieces were nice. It's kind of like you go to Bora Bora, an hour in this movie, and uh, and uh, you know it's a lot of blue, folks. Yeah. If you want blue, if your eyes are craving some blue, if you live in the desert, well, you need some blue. Thank God the island people were green. 
because one of my problems was sometimes I'd have a hard time seeing the blue people against the blue water. So I was glad that mm. the green people were green. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's all that algae, you know, <laughs> yeah, leaching into their yeah. skin. They're, they have phytoplankton in their skin. Now, there, there are there are fun things in the first movie because uh, you're just, like I said, you're with this guy Jake, and you're experiencing things for the first time. It's this whole other world you've never seen before. There's a lot of borrowing from the first movie. And this yeah. one, so they didn't do a whole lot of new things. They just kind of said, okay, these heptapod creatures, like six limbs, we're gonna make them aquatic now. Yeah, we're gonna make the uh, you know, I forget what the species are called, the the, the dragon things they fly yeah. around. Now there's underwater now, versions. Now now they're that. dolphins. Now they're dolphin, turtley, whatever and things. Then, and then there's going to be whale horses. things that are smarter than humans and are able to communicate through uh, subtitle. And um, In papyrus font, don't in forget. In papyrus font. I'm, I mean, you got to get to the Cameron. many, many crimes of Avatar 2, <laughs> you have reminded me that they might as well have done Comic Sans. It's amazing. I think SNL did a bit about that called Papyrus. Yes. Yes, like You could have done anything. You could have created your own font. He sticks with Helvetica for the the main credits, but then mm-hmm. the title and the subtitles are all Papyrus. Yes. If you know what Papyrus is, go to your Microsoft Word document, pull it up, and look it down. It's the kind of earthy-looking, organic. Or go to your favorite Greek restaurant, because that will be that. And uh, half of the Italian restaurants will all be in Papyrus font. Not your upscale stuff. I'm talking about, like, go to Fazoli's or something. It's probably yeah. in Papyrus font. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, there are fun things in this film. I saw the first film five times in the theater because I had a, it was a roller coaster of a movie. Yeah. I hadn't seen anything like it before. And yes, the 3D it was, was mind bending, and it, it really hasn't been done better since that. I don't Correct. think the way he used it, um, and there was many imitations, of course, like you said it, uh, to me earlier. It, everything went 3D after yeah, that. It spawned an entire 3D television industry. And I feel so sorry for people who bought 3D televisions and now have nothing to watch. Did on. you ever see that? Did you ever, did you ever have any friends who bought one of those and I went over to the house? I have and... several friends. I never saw that. I have a bad experience that we actually produce a 3D movie at work. I remember this. And I was part of that set, and uh, I had to travel around with a 3D projector. I remember the ba- the, 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 the glasses. Always glasses. The, the batteries always died in the glasses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that yeah. sucked. We did um, see this in 3D, by the way, folks. You can see it in you 2D. Can, and they're, you know, if you're expecting to have your mind blown by the 3D effects in this one, you the way you did from Avatar One, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There's that one scene at the end of Avatar, like the the Hallelujah Mountain uh, Mountains battle scene, yeah. where he's on the big dragon thing and he flies off and he has this jumping scene. It's like, wow, that was great camera work there. Like really, really good stunts. Yes. I didn't get one of those in this. I was now, even disappointed. better. Even better because you have to remember we uh, speaking of recycling. I have a motif. <laughs> uh, speaking of recycling, one of the things that Ben. My yes. esteemed, intelligent, brilliant, Man. good-looking co-host keep like saying, to say, Keep saying things. Is uh, I hate it when uh, action set pieces are done at night. Yeah. Yeah, so there are some, there are some, there is some of that in this film. I will say, though, it didn't bother me as much because they were well-lit and they weren't frenetic with camera work and they lasted mm, more than okay. three or four seconds each. Oh, I didn't yeah. like it as much, yeah. but it wasn't like a Marvel kind of thing yeah. or even worse, DC. Yeah. So I forgave. Still, mm. Okay, good for you. Um, you're right. They couldn't shake the camera because there weren't any cameras. Everything was CG, um, and they wouldn't let J.J. Abrams on the set. Um, yeah, there wasn't any um, lens flares. I will also say, this is going to be shocking, there were a handful of scenes. Not a lot. This movie is very beautiful. There were a handful of scenes that were poorly rendered. 
Ooh, interesting. I saw some scenes where I was like, oh, that's cartoony. Yeah, because this is my problem with the first one. You really got it when you got to video, uh, unfortunately. I'm using the word video, but yes, yeah, yeah. digital. Yeah, when you, uh, when you rented the VHS. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's that's my friend Phil out in California. He says it looks like a PlayStation game. Yeah. Uh, he's never seen Avatar. Okay. Because he, he says it looks like a PlayStation game. I'm not interested, so I, maybe we'll see the sequel or not. But that was well, my first one. There he's are, there probably are... seen Dancing with the Wolves, so he's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. There's a handful of scenes in the first one, namely the first time you see Natiri when she sees Jake in the forest. She's being attacked by the dogs, yeah. and he's like, oh, what's this down here? And the way the light dances around the textured skin where it's not too smooth, it's got mm-hmm. some flaws too, it's got some texture and light. Yes, that was an amazing. There's like four or five scenes in the first yeah. one like that. They flipped it. There's only a couple scenes that were like cartoony. This one, they did a lot, I think, to improve the graphics of this. It's not perfect. It's oh, still yeah. Uncanny Valley. Uh, it's but been, they're aliens. It's been 13 years. 13 years. And my computer at home now has more video processing power than yeah. what did all of the original Avatar. Yeah. So, yes, at technology advanced. Yes. Uh, it did not advance as much as I thought it would. Um, well, it's it's and it's better when in like underwater you can cheat, right? Because underwater yeah. everything looks different anyway. Yeah. Daylight on land, whatever you know, out in the open air, that's where you can see the light, the sunlight bouncing off yeah, the, the shadows are there. And, yeah. yeah, that's and then, okay. They've done a lot since then. It looks it looks better. It's not perfect, but is does it need to be perfect? Would it be kind of creepy if it were perfect? Because there's a couple yeah. of scenes in Lord of the Rings with Gollum where it's perfect. You're like, that's really yeah. creepy. And you're right. That that that's very true. But there were a couple of scenes that looked like they were like. They just looked bad to me in mm. this one, and that was surprising to me. And maybe had to do with the 3D. I don't know. There, there was a lot of gimmicky 3D crap in here, which is funny because the first one, I, when I think about the, the 3D scene that blew my mind the most in the first Avatar, it was actually when Jake is on the ship and they do that z- pull back, that zoom out mm-hmm. uh, through the ship, and yeah. you get to see how long the ship is, and you're going through the garters. Yeah. That was cool. Instead, this one, our first scene was, hey, here's some vines that are going to fly at your face for half a second. And I'm like, I saw this with, like, Freddy Krueger in 3D in the 80s. And that's one of the problems I have with this. They didn't do enough of next-level James Cameron. Holy crap, I've never seen that stuff. And I I get that with his movies. You got that with Aliens. You got that with The Abyss and Terminator 2 and Titanic. And then Avatar. So you had 13 years, Jim. Yeah. Um. What's up, dude? What's up? Where, where's maybe, the Where's maybe, the big thing? Maybe you didn't need to work on four sequels at once. Maybe you just need to make one good movie. If I'm having a bad day, I want some stress, anxiety. I can put it on the background, put it on mute, and put some Enya music in the background, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to get the same effect because it's a very tranquil movie for, yeah, the, most for part. the most part. There is lots of peace. There's lots of yes, <sighs> you know, lots of uh, James Cameron trying to introduce us to Zen Buddhism. So at the end of this movie, there are again three movies coming. Yeah. So do we get a cliffhanger? Oh yeah, we do. We get uh, what? Quaritch is still Quaritch alive. Quaritch is still alive because oh. Spider Boy. I guess it, this is the plot point. Yeah. By now, you don't care if we're doing spoilers yeah. or not. He is the um, you know biological. bastard biological son of Quaritch somehow, and he's been left behind. Yeah. And and yes, Jake takes Quaritch out, but boy, Spider comes to the rescue and drags him on shore. And now he's still alive. I was kind of hoping they just killed him, give us a new villain. Yeah. We, we needed a new villain. Yes, Quaritch is kind of like, oh, hoorah, get really, get some. Well, that and he felt. This one was even worse than Quartz in the first one. This one, the motivation was all, oh, he killed you. And, and instead, they spent a lot of time softening Quartz up. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't care. Everything else in this movie is black and white. Why is this the thing you're going to uh, die on a hill for? Well, he's such a jerk. You're never going to empathize yeah, with him. Like, never. don't even try. Like, okay, They're you can, literally you... committing genocide. 
oh man, uh, listen, I am not going to even pretend to be Kanye right now and make excuse for bad people <laughs> who do genocides. That is what they're asking us to do in this movie. So Ben, listen, buddy, you said something before this movie that disturbed me to my core. Oh no. And because <laughs> it's so disturbing, I'm going to slightly rewrite the scale. What? Yeah. The scale of the scale that we give to our viewers yeah. as a ranking mm-hmm. as you advice. Talk about the music. Was the music memorable? Uh no, same theme. Uh what, Russell, Russell, yeah. Car- Russell Carpenter did yeah. the cinematography, same guy who did yeah. all James Cameron movies. Uh you had a lot of the same actors here. You had uh uh, what's his name? Norm Spellman, the guy who played. I forget this actor's name. Yeah. He was also in the, the video game movie. You have uh, what's what's her name? Carmela Soprano's yeah, in this. I agree. There's G- nothing G- else Gibbon to talk about. Natiri's in this. Uh, so, Zoe Saldana. My dear readers, we are we are in the grips of a high inflation era. Era. Uh, you know the the dollar that we spend does not go as far as it used to, and the movie theater uh, is trying to supplement keep themselves afloat. Their pre movie commercials had. The same PSA run eight times because they're not even selling their pre pre uh, video uh, pre trailer commercials. So the ex- the expense, the popcorn, the drink, the ticket, it's a very expensive proposition. And and as you can tell, listeners, uh, I'm I'm getting kind of to the point. Normally, the, I, dr- I belabor this point because I have something else to belabor instead, and that is that we are changing the four point scale. Normally, four is run to the theater. That is normally what number four is. Yeah, easy. But Ben told me something that was so in retrospect. At the time, I found it disturbing. Now I find it mortifying. <laughs> ben told me something before this Suspense theater. Suspense is of, killing us. <laughs> Damien, I'm probably going to see this again next week downtown at the IMAX. Oh, really? Well, that's not a run to the theater. We are currently in the theater. That is a run back to the theater. Yes. So therefore, see this movie multiple times like you did the original Avatar 15 years ago. Five times. So four in this case, we are now moving the goalposts and that is see this film multiple times (laughs) for it to have a four. A three is normally stream it. This time, I'm going to make it go to the theater and see it in the theater. Three is just go to the theater. Okay. Two is normally watch it on television. Right. No one owns a television anymore. No one has cable. <laughs> People that do are in denial. So we're going to make stream it two. And okay. in a massive change up, instead of taking two and making it one, right. one is Runaway Screaming. Okay. If you saw the first one, you know what? You're probably good. If you see this one, you're going to get COVID and die. <laughs> there are about 12 people in the theater with us on yes. opening night, by the yes. way. So that is four. See it multiple times, which is something that Ben implied to me. I did. With his face before <laughs> this theater. Three is go see it in the theater. Two is stream it. One is runaway screaming. Ben, I have to ask, are you chomping at the bet? Are you so excited? Because IMAX tickets are more expensive, by the way. Yes, they this are. Is a, this is a financial advice podcast. Forget the fact that it says film review. The thing we're reviewing is your taxes. Um, ben, are you still chomping at the bit? So excited you cannot wait to get in your new vehicle, spend gasoline to drive from outer space to <laughs> IMAX, to <laughs> then pay for parking. And then yeah, yeah. pay for that, and then possibly buy some red uh, some uh, uh, some red hots to go in your popcorn. So that we're talking about thousands of dollars. 
Uh, are you still feeling like you're chomping at the bit to go see this movie a second time? That was quite the buildup. I gotta earn my I gotta earn my paycheck. Is the word mortified still lingering in your head? It all depends on your answer, my friend. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the reason. So we we saw we saw this in, the, in a relatively small screen, unfortunately, right? Yes. So I saw the original like in full on IMAX, amazing sound, like chest thumping, oh, rumbling, yeah. which is great. Everything because, Nicole Kidman promised us, yeah, that magic. we didn't really get. We're but okay. back. Oh, it's a, it's a community. Uh, yeah. Yes, I can totally relate to you. Um, I saw it twice that way because it was so I was. Yeah, blown it was away with the cinematic aspect of it, and unfortunately, the theater here was smaller, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the sound wasn't that loud. It wasn't yeah. very surround, and it wasn't five point one, whatever, and it just wasn't the cinematic experience. But I'm kind of grateful for that because I think it would have glossed over my opinion of this movie and made it more enjoyable than it really is. Unfortunately, right. because yes, it's a cinematic experience. If you see this on IMAX, you're probably gonna have some. Rose tinted yeah. glasses or blue tinted glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and, Water. Yes. <laughs> and lots of chlorine. And um <laughs> and I I I didn't get that cinematic experience this time. But I was I was thinking, okay, well, maybe there's a scene that's so great, that's yeah. so amazing Somewhere. in this movie. I that I was like in peace. I don't care if I watch it on my phone. That's amazing. Yeah. And I and I saw it in the theater, and I didn't really get that. There were there are pretty moments yeah, in this movie. There moments. are really pretty yeah. moments with angles. The thing like when they rescuing the boat, the kids, and like that, you get that POV of like swimming away in that dolphin thing, yeah. like for like a minute. Like oh, that's a good angle. Like that's there were like two or three of those really cool things. Mm-hmm. But cinematically, it was not nearly as impactful nope. as the original. The fact that they created this whole world of Pandora, they created a language, mm-hmm. they've created these interesting characters. Yes, they borrowed a lot of plot points. Yes, yeah. it's Ferngully meets Dances with Wolves. Yes. I don't care. It's in space and it's beautiful and blah. Yeah. It's great. Fun. I didn't get that this one. So for me, I'd still say it's a three, but it's a weak three. Ooh, that is a weak go see it in the theater. Yes. It's a so. big buildup. Damien, I'm really curious, though, because you, you did stay awake. Yes, yeah, so therefore, well, I did I did leave MP. But I did stay awake. Um, I think that hmm, the theater we saw it in, hilariously, because it was such a small theater, and for us to have, I liked, by the way, I like to look straight at a screen. I don't like to look down at a screen, and I don't like to look up at a screen. So if you're ever wondering which row in the theater I'm sitting in, it'll be the one where my eyes could be most level, so I'm not having to move so I'm just, I feel like I'm more engaged that way. Yeah. This particular theater was configured in such a way that it kind of felt like sitting, I don't know, about six feet away from a 65 inch television, which might be the best way to see this theater movie. So, therefore, either see it, nah, it's great. It's a two. Stream this movie. Uh, it'll be on Disney uh, based off of the stellar turnout we had. It'll be on Disney by Christmas. <laughs> and, it might um, be. And uh, probably more like sometime next year. But um, there, did you say that this was nominated for Golden Globe Best Picture? Yes. Bull. Yes. Nonsense. No, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it because the plot is it's it's plot light, as my friend Alex yeah. would say. Plot light. There is a plot. Yes, there are humans that want things from this planet, either a home or this yeah. juice from a whale that can stop you from aging. But it's a revenge story. So you think, okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, enough where you have three hours of plot, I guess? Yeah. I don't know why it needed to be three hours. So here's the other piece. 
this movie was preachy as hell. Well, yeah, the first one was too. The first one was too. This one somehow surpassed it. It did because of the whole whale butchering scene. The scenes. whale butchering, the the earth is dying, yeah. the, you know, kill kill all animals with no remorse, destroy uh destroy lesser cultures, you know, it was it was basically the a a playbook for how to make talking heads say that this movie is too woke. They basically ran that playbook. And it's so upsetting that it was so ham-fisted and so poorly written. Like, if you're going to have five writers, get a sixth one. Get Aaron Sorkin in there to punch up the script. Something. Make it so that when people are talking, I care about what they say. I never cared about what anyone said in this entire movie. What? what, what it's a revenge story, right? So what's Corch's endgame once he kills Jake? Oh, I killed yeah. him. Now right, what? Right. Oh, I'm an I avatar. I guess I'm a blue guy now for the rest of yeah. my life. Yeah, like I don't Let see. Let me go stare at a wall. He's just he's bad and he's bad. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm not. I don't care. The most interesting character to me in this movie is actually probably that spider kid. Yeah. Because he had the conflict of like, oh, he's human, and he's he's learning this jerk is his dad, but he has this allegiance to the Navi people. Yeah. So he's got this conflict going on, which is interesting. Interesting, but also artificial as hell. Uh, he never knew his dad. He no. Too, yeah. No, he's got some kind of parental. Oh, maybe I should. Why did he save him at the end then? You know. Because the script told him. to. Ah, because not- he wants sequels. Yes. Because we have so, a contract with Stephen Lang to play Corridge forever, so yeah, this is a big fat two stream it. I'm not saying runaway screaming. I honestly do believe that as time goes, uh, I'm just going to forget this movie exists. Wow, um, it is. It was so incredibly unmemorable. It was pretty. Uh, your friend who uh, Phil doesn't he said it looks like a PS2. He's right, particularly in this one. This feels like video game writing. Um, and it looks like it felt like a video game cutscene that just went too long. And um, there, for this movie to be as long as it is, uh, there is lots of fat that could have been trimmed. A lot. That's why I say, I mean, he's got, oh, I made a billion dollars out of the first one. I'm going to get room now to make my world and blah, blah, blah. And that's why there's so much world building yeah. in this movie. And yes, you get the point. It looks like Bora Bora, uh, these little huts. It's basically teepees on water. Yes. Um, it, it just it's kicking a dead sea cow over uh, <laughs> yes over and over and over again so that is a big three ben says go see it in the theater i think you should see it on the big screen enjoy it because it is beautiful to look at and then just wait for the next sequel which hopefully will be richer with plot and bring back like delete brow more who played uh, dr max patel and and you know characters that we know from the first one giovanni rubisi pretty good character from the first one yeah, um weaver but you know it's fine she's dead uh, yeah, but well, not her. Yeah, but that scene where she's—they're <laughs> growing her avatar again. Maybe she's back. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, all those MacGuffins. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll see if it. I will tell you right now that if Avatar three takes another thirteen years, uh, that's going to be a hard pass. I think it's this. I think it's next year or the year after that. And there's a, a couple year break, and there's two more. Where they're going with the plot. Who knows? And maybe who cares? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I have the same. You, you, when you said The Hobbit, that's a great example. I feel the same way about these sequels that I did the Hobbit movies. I saw them because I needed to complete that thing in yeah. my mind of seeing those, and I will never watch them again. Yeah, Hobbit movies. I think the Hobbit was more frustrating than this one because it was just like yeah. over the top acting and just scene after scene of oh we have a problem to get around it like the troll scene like yeah. it's like this one like it's like a video game where you have to get an obstacle beaten every well, every every level. It's a kids movie. It's a kids movie. It's a kids. Movie. Yeah, this and has kids elements in this movie too. This is for teenagers that were not alive or were barely sentient when the first one came out 
and I I will be shocked if we if I talk to a teenager if they care at all about this movie. Did you say you like the first one better? Oh yeah 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 absolutely. Yeah. No, this one's just this one's bad. Like the more I talk about it, the more it creeps into one territory. <laughs> so yeah, I'm saying wait to stream it. You know it's neat. Uh, if you have a good setup at home, then you'll be able to enjoy it. You don't need to see it in 3D. You don't need to pay that all that money to to go to the theater to see it. It's very disappointing because no. it very much was something that we kind of had to look forward to all year. A lot, a lot. And I saw the trailer like, oh, it's finally coming back because I had such high expectations for it. Maybe that was the problem. Go watch it at home on a big screen and take a drink every time one of the kids says, bro. Yeah. What's up, bro? Well, and of course, that the trick is that uh, everyone was a Kiwi, so they're all using Kiwi slang and then trying to hide their Kiwi accents. <laughs> I'm like, just let them have Kiwi accents. Here's the other problem is that this is a sequel to a movie that came out 13 years ago. Right. So, therefore, they had 13 years to get everything figured out. Should they have done what the other sequel we saw this year did and wait, was it 30 years? Something like that. Yeah, wait 30 years because Maverick was great. Top Gun Maverick is still my favorite movie of the year. Absolutely. Same. Agreed. Uh, Yeah, so maybe they should have just let this one cook for another 17 years. And then it'll be ready to come. It's out. a gamble, man. I mean, there was a 16-year gap between Jedi and Phantom Menace. You know, oops. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Um, and hey, now we have, I think, what is it, 14 years later, whatever it is, or 15 years, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Next year. And the Dial of Soap. The Dial. <laughs> that first time I saw the title, like, the, wait, the what? Dial Tone of, of Fate. Okay, so Destiny's Calling. So you call yes, it the Destiny's Dial Child. of Destiny. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I think this booty is too bootylicious for you, babe. Yeah, so I don't know. We have friends overseas that listen to our podcast. Yes. Alex and Hugo over in England. Hey do, guys. You, do you have Dial Soap? Dial is a brand name yeah. over here of soap. And well, I'm just curious. Irish Spring. We don't know what you guys have over there. <laughs> yeah, of course that's the international. We just borrowed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious. So, what did you think of that title, Dial of Destiny? Dial of de- the Dial Tone of Destiny. <laughs> it's F sharp, by the way. If you're wondering what sound dial tones were, and kids back in the day when you pick up a phone, it would have a thing called a dial tone, which was F sharp, and indicated that your phone line was connected and ready for you to make a call. How do you know this? Reasons. <laughs> um, so, with that, uh, dear listeners, you can always, always make suggestions for things to us to watch. I'm about to go on three weeks of vacation. Holy so, crap. Ben, I would love to do a retro review over the next couple Let's of weeks. Let's do a bunch of them. I also still very, very much, and you just got to tell me what night you're open on. Okay. I want us to jump on a Twitch, and I bought this really cool game called the Movie Movie Game. Oh, I'm interested. And already. what the Movie Movie Game is, is that you combine two movie titles together okay and they mesh perfectly so it'll be like um you know the golden child's play gotcha it's like a jeopardy category exactly and the hint is they give you they give you a paragraph and the paragraph is so if we were doing the golden child's play yeah it'd be eddie murphy goes to save a childlike doll bent on murder and you'd have to go okay wait what are these two movies and you figure it out so gotcha. what, what i need to do is i need to give you a stack of these yeah yeah and we actually you just need to cover my house and let's just record. I'll just do that. I'll yeah. just do that. Yeah. And yeah. and it'll be a ton of fun. And yeah. uh, you guys can jump in the chat and, and play along. And it'll be super super fun. So I, I definitely want to do that. But I also want to do a retro review sometime. We need to do one. We probably need to do a holiday one. Maybe I don't know. It's I think it's late. time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just one came to mind the other game you talked about. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Quest. It yeah. just came to my mind. Yeah. Um, that is that. That is what that game is all yeah, about. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Well, we done. Have we done a holiday movie before? I feel like we I have. Know. I. But I want to propose Scrooged. 
Yes. The reason I want to propose Scrooged is that uh, Damien Power, that's me, considers that to be the best holiday movie ever made. Ebert would gre- disagree with you strongly. Ebert gave it one star, I think. Yeah, but that's because he's dumb. He's d- well, I heard it, that the, the, the production actually was a little contentious uh, because Bill Murray did not get along at all with the director, yeah. and they were like shouting at each other, and the scenes were just like one take and done. Who cares? But somehow, it's funny as hell, and I yes, love that movie. Because the contention comes through the screen. Bill Murray is not a saint. I don't like this rebranding that he's had of goofy, you know what? Yeah, no, yeah. He was a Chevy Chase level jerk for his entire <laughs> life, but somehow he got a pass and Chevy Chase didn't. Chevy Chase does not deserve a pass. No, he does not. Um, no. But, you know, Scrooge the, is great because we were, and we're maybe a little biased because we like Bill Murray, but also because we work in media to an extent. Yeah. And there's a whole PR television yeah. aspect to this where production and producers also, and writers. Bobcat Goldthwait is so Bobcat Goldthwait, yes. Yeah. Elliot Loudermilk, Cloud, uh, Code 9. So, uh, listeners, if this is more of what you want to hear is us talking about maybe we introduce to a podcast about Christmas movies as a concept. Okay. And we argue about what. Maybe our top five, top four Christmas movies. Oh, I like that. Okay. So if you want to hear that, let us know. Go to Alan Smithy Film Review on Facebook. If you want to listen to more podcasts, we have all of these podcasts going all the way back to 2016 on com, Or you can just, uh, you know, just hit us up if you see us on the street because most of our listeners are, listen- are local. And let us know if you think we ought to spend a couple hundred bucks uh, buying some uh, screen time uh, before the movies at uh, AMC theaters because Lord knows they've got inventory. We have what? They had like five on loop, I think. Yes. Five commercials on Absolutely. loop. And Damien literally counted I how many counted times it. he saw each one of them. It was like we could pay, you know, probably twenty bucks and get yeah. our name up there without a doubt. So that's the, I'm just full of ideas right now. Anyways, <laughs> you got energy to burn. I got energy to burn. But coming to you from the now very uh, uh, fogged up F one fifty studios at, in Hickson, Tennessee, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, we are super excited to see you guys again. Alan Smithy Film Review on Facebook or AlanSmithyFilmReview.com. Uh, listen to us wherever your good your listening uh, pleasure could be. Let your friends know about us. We're looking for more listeners. Come on, guys. Let's yeah. subscribe. I know that we're not consistent. I apologize, but it doesn't cost you anything. We're free, and we don't even have <laughs> ad rolls yet. Um, so it's just, uh, you <laughs> know, you never. just listen to the podcast, and it's free. Tell your friends about it. You got the, you got the Apple podcast. You got the Google podcast, and then you got the Spotify podcast. Yeah, let's get some word of mouth thing it's going. It's great. Let the people know. We want to give them this amazing financial advice. So, again, coming to you from the F-150 Studios, not sponsored by Ford. Ford, please pay us. Um, I'm Damien. <laughs> I'm Ben. And we will see you guys next time. Blah, 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 underwater. Bye. Underwater. underwater. Swim safely. <laughs> Gosh.